of this season. Oh my god. We've been going a year. Happy birthday mm-hmm. to us. Happy birthday to <laughs> us. Happy podcast birthday. First birthday, first season to Jay and Tindai. Happy birthday to us. Yeah, listeners, I just felt like saying that. So um welcome back. <laughs> welcome. I didn't even realize we were actually recording. It's all recording. <laughs> I know it's recorded, but like I didn't know like we'd actually started. But okay, okay, good guys. Night. So just good evening, good, evening good, morning. good evening, good night. Um, yes, yeah, so we're trying out some new software, guys. So we might sound a bit okay. We're not sure what we're doing, but we thought we'd get together and celebrate our, you know, coming of age for our first season. Check in with everybody, and, see how everybody is. And when we say coming of age. We when we started this podcast, we were on the brink of both turning forty. Yeah, and guess what, guys? We both forty now. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, my birthday, Jay's birthday, was kind of literally just outside of lockdown. So, my cousins and my girl, I've had like I'm not gonna lie, guys. I think I've been very spoiled. I had fancy Italian meal I had gifts and presents I had two cakes I had multiple balloons I had oh my gosh I had surprise tea party so those of you that don't know me personally I have a thing about teapots now that's quite a deep personal thing for me to share with these our listeners so yeah don't laugh at me you never know you might be gifted one Yes, I like teapots. So I had my girls get fresh crew, threw me a tea party with all my favorite music and all my favorite food. And I love lots of colors. So it's like a rainbow theme. Shout out to Miss P doing my decor. And our co host here, Tindai, for hosting with the most in. So yeah, I had a surprise birthday party. Before people want to call the police on me, it was 40 people or less. But it was nice that people came out to celebrate with me. I had like the whole 14 lights and the cakes and the oh the table and the cupcakes and it was nice. I've been surprised yet again. I'm glad you had a good I'm glad you had a good time. No, I'm I'm very grateful. I'm very, very grateful because you know, people are dying out here. Not to put a down down dampener on our celebrationary episode, but it's life is getting a bit sticky and serious. So I'm very grateful for the fact of reaching the beautiful age of 40 and ladies it is fabulous don't start feeling like you're old like you can't do this or feeling regretful grab life by the two left and and work it that's what I would say does it feel different now that you're um a year older so do you feel different from how you felt last year this time because around this time we were getting ready to start recording our first episode Mm. so a year has pretty much gone by how does that feel for me I'm excited about us doing our thing um and I'm generally a fan of podcasts, to be fair. Like, I found another one today via our Instagram account called, um, I love the name of it. It says, oh, what the pod clot. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out okay. to those three ladies. So they are three ladies, three girls. I like that. It's name. a hard name, and it? it's a really hard name. They're three, um, oh, 
you know gr- friends that have grown up together so it's their perspective you know a bit like us a bit candid but I'm fan I'm a fan of podcasts I'm loving the way it's going with all the I'm, I've joined so many more like how to set, set up yourself in properties there's teacher podcasts children's podcasts I think there's something for everybody in this um you know element of creativity I'm very happy we were very um I'm sure I can speak for Tinder when I say we were we wanted to do it we took you know we planned and took our time got our logo got our thing going on and you know we've had a few issues with you know with sound quality and studio time we've both become engineers so I'm actually feeling quite I don't happy. know about both. I think you've become <laughs> Yeah, well, you you be getting you be getting in when I, if I if I don't know what to do, you be like, okay, AJ, let's try this, let's try that. So, you know, we're getting quite good at the problem solving. We're you know advancing even in our use of technology because with the whole COVID and lockdown, you know, even like my mom's saying, you know, she's using devices and equipment and technology that a lot of us have never used before, even the young ones. Yeah, they do FaceTime and they might use Snapchat, but all these Zoom and Teams and all these other platforms that everyone's having to use, I just think it's pushing us as a podcast to, you know, think outside the box a little bit and using different technologies. We're looking to invest in ourselves. So we've got a few things in the pipeline. Yeah. So I'm quite excited. I'm very excited. I've got, you know, I I can see, you know, more seasons. At first I was like, okay, where's it going to go? What's going to happen? But now... I've definitely got the bug for it. I've definitely keep doing it. Looking forward to hopefully maybe Tinder, you know, us two, talking about you not you like you're not here, being a part of maybe other people's podcasts, doing some collaboration work. Yeah, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling quite good. Something. I'm feeling quite good about it. That's definitely something I um I look forward to as well. Um, but when I asked you, not only for the podcast as well, so it's good to see again the direction that we've been taking and the fact that we we had this idea just random not even random it, i wouldn't say it was random at all we had it separately we but didn't realize it, we shared the interest the same yeah. yes and i uh like the way that we came together and we made it happen and because I know that there's so many things that happen in our lives from time to time where we have so many ideas and we say that we want to do this um, or we want this idea to come to fruition but we don't necessarily make it happen or put the work in just actually do what needs to be done for it to to actually but I'm quite happy that this is one of the things that um has bloomed and I'm really excited to see where we go in the future guys we have some really exciting things planned so that you guys can stay tuned and I also just want to say big up to all of the um loyal listeners and Mm -hmm. supporters we'll be checking the stats guys we'll be checking the stats we're grateful even people like in bangladesh i'm like bangladesh hello big up to you (laughs) no we appreciate it we really appreciate it we know that we're even in terms of instagram followers i'm still a bit irritated i have to share this with tinder i haven't said it for a while but we have sometimes it goes up by one and then so that person leaves and then another so i'm like okay it's like 56 so it's 158 and then it'll be 156 and it'll be 157 and then it'll be 158 and i'm like what's happening but do you know what People don't have to follow us. People don't have to interact with us. People don't have to watch our stories or like our, you know, like our content and things like that. I know it's something that 
you know that's kind of my area of the podcast more so and I'm not gonna lie after um lockdown and going back into work and stuff I have struggled to keep on top of it but I'm getting it back now and Mm. um I'm just appreciative those people that want to join and leave you're free to do what you want to do and I feel like to say bon you but that's not the Christian thing to say so I'm I'm gonna allow you (laughs) but to the people that you know keep coming and sharing and liking our posts and encouraging us um no, nobody sent us to come and do this but at the same time it's not it's not easy to you know I do appreciate those people that you know are doing you know they go hard with the content every day's content you know informational content educational content you know informative you know entertaining mm. comical you know social commentary all those things to them people for people to just say oh I don't like it you know, people like ZZ Mills and Sideman and those people that are regular and people want to come for them and, you know, sidestep them and side-eye them and all those kind of things. It takes, you know, you have to have quite a thick skin to put yourself out there with your opinion. Absolutely. It's not, it's not easy yeah. at all. And <laughs> ZZ mentioned the other day, she does, um, she... It's a head, I think she does these headscarf talks or something because she was saying, do you know what? yeah the bottom line is people are scared to come on and just you know why don't you do it then if you're people are always going at her for just coming on and saying her opinion but that's what everybody's platform is for if you don't like it black yeah just like the people that keep following us and leaving you know clearly you're confused but it's okay side eye um but i wonder i wanted to also ask about your so you said, um, obviously we've we've turned forty, and the premise of the podcast, uh, certainly at the very beginning, was the notion of uh, coming up at ex- this age. Yes, and actually growing into a new decade yes. and what that's gonna look like. So, is does it feel different to be forty? It does feel different. I. I'm not even going to say it's feeling because I don't think it's just an emotion. It is different. Um, you definitely, I wouldn't say I look in the mirror and think, oh my gosh, girl, you old. But you can see that, you know, I'm not a spring. Sometimes I do. I'm not going to lie. But I think that. I'm like, oh, what's yeah, The energy, <laughs> the energy levels, before, the energy levels that. that I used to have and the get up and go. I still have the get up and go, but I'm just a bit more, very much more conscious of where I give my energy to now. And the things that I want to do and who am I who am I around and what I'm bothered about. I'm very I was very, you know, meeting that I was, I can be very unbothered anyway. Now what's no bother? If I'm not in it, I haven't got no time to pretend. Even before I'd like I'm not a pretentious person anyway. But if it was something that I thought, okay, maybe, but now I'm not even like maybe. If I don't want to do it, I'm just not doing it. I'm not interested. Because I haven't got time to waste. Life's too short. Do you know what I mean? I have had my 40 years on, of this life and I think that from what I can see, the point of age is experience and from my experience, your instinct is 99.9% right. Um, what else would I say? Um, if you don't want to do something and your heart's not in it, it's, it's probably going to end up bad for you anyway and bad for those around you, so just don't do it despite what other people may say. And you um, know what my mum reminded me of recently? And I have to kind of incorporate this a little bit more. When I'm not feeling too good or feeling miserable or in one of my moods, still be kind to others. I'm not a horrible person. I'm not a spiteful person. But sometimes, especially with those people that I love and are close to me, they tend to get it if I'm in a mood. 
and I think I'm mm-hmm. much more conscious I've always been quite I am very emotional and I think sometimes I can get just overly moody like to the point where you know you're just kissing your teeth after everything but mm-hmm. I'm conscious of okay I can feel the mood changing you know taking myself away from people or you know just letting my fam- family know okay I'm just gonna be by myself for a bit and and just, yeah, just and just for them to just that. understand that you know even as a mom sometimes you know I say to I say to Mela you know mom is just gonna go and sit by herself for a bit or I'm gonna go and lie down or whatever and it's okay whereas before I'd feel like I have to be around I have to see what's going on I have to be sitting in the living room watching tv with everybody or if something's going on socially with the family I feel like I need to be apart sometimes you know for well-being and even for, for the people I'm protecting you because no one don't want to hear my bite and my bark Mm. Yeah, I agree. I I agree to a certain extent that the feeling of I think it's a liberating feeling actually. Just perhaps getting to know yourself to the point where you know what your limits are. You know, um, the things that you're about to experience. So you're you're able to gauge your emotions. Yeah, and you can feel it coming, right? You can feel it coming. You can almost feel it in the in the air. And then you you know exactly how you're going to deal with it and also not feel guilty or feel like you owe an explanation to anybody mm. for being or feeling that way. I think it's kind of liberating to feel. Mm. To feel. I think that comes with age because, again, when you're in your 20s and maybe even early 30s, you feel obligated. You feel a lot more obligated mm. to to explain yourself and explain and and be accountable yes you need to be accountable to in certain situations but I just think you know if I'm not feeling it I should just you know Mm. just not make any excuses just say I'm not feeling it and not feel bad or guilty for that that's just it is what it is Mm. um and so for me I I do appreciate it you know it's just feeling like you just don't have time for foolishness i've lived i've lived for 40 years like i don't have time for foolishness just Mm -hmm. you know cut to the chase i'm not going to worry unnecessarily that's another thing Mm -hmm. you know worrying over things that you don't have any control yeah it's a waste of energy isn't it yeah just finding things that you know work for you and sticking to them Mm. and just reminding yourself of what you want to what what you want to achieve and the things that you want to to do in life rather than just being hung up over things that you have Mm. no control and and not being afraid as well not being afraid on so many levels like not being afraid as you said for your emotions or how you're feeling and being afraid of how Mm. other people might perceive or receive those feelings or emotions and not being afraid of Mm. doing something called oh you know pivoting or trying something new definitely i think getting more so like now when it comes to certain things in life and this is going to sound bad but deep think about what i'm saying when it comes to certain things in life if it's not my heavenly father if it's not my family when it was, well, everything else it's like i don't have any loyalty to you mm. you know what i mean if it's not my friends i don't work yeah like work and stuff like that i have no loyalty not in the terms of yes i'll be consistent yes i will do an amazing job you know and i will do everything to my best but i'm not loyal to you you're not my family you don't give me life it's mm. a job and i day. think i I think one of the um the things that has really come out for a lot of people during this 
this time, mm. this COVID time or lockdown time, quarantine time, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, is um, people have had the time to reflect on their priorities. Yeah. And you're right. It's not, you know, um, we don't have any, you, you pick who you are loyal to. Yeah. And we shouldn't allow, I believe, anybody to dictate that. Um, uh, or again, coming back to the whole idea of, of feeling guilty because you can't fulfill somebody else's expectations mm. of certain things. Like, well, no, it's, it's not even your vision. It's not, you know, there's the whole vision board stuff going on. And obviously we've spoke on that before on previous episodes. And it's like, hold on, like, when you deep it and you really go home and you like reflect on your day or you reflect on your week, however you choose to do it, I'm a big believer in reflecting. And as we're both teachers and educators, when you train and do your PGC, straight out to all my new PGC students. I hope it's not too bad as you're going through this. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. No, for real, for real. It's not an easy thing. You're going you're gonna to need the blessing. You're going to need the sleep. But you, I digress. Um, what was I going to say now? Um, the vision if it's not your vision whose vision are you being a part of and that actually that's actually vision. wise words yeah. from my mom this week I'm not, I'm not even going to take the praise for it that's straight mommy my mom said be careful of whose vision you're living out do you exactly. even have a vision to know okay this is what you want for your life you just being a part of everybody else's without even realizing it yes and then what aligns with your own vision yeah. um because it's true if you don't if and I was having this discussion with a friend of mine big up to her she'll know who she is if she is listening um it's okay we'll send it to her (laughs) if we if we don't if you don't sit down and really strategize and plan what you want years and months and weeks will go by and you will find yourself having not done what you set out to achieve or what you wanted to achieve it will just be that thing like oh yeah I wanted to do that but then if you think about all of the energies that you've been putting in elsewhere Mm -hmm. so maybe at your job you're saying okay I have this dream or this goal that I want to achieve but okay I'm too busy at work to achieve it you are aligning yourself to another vision and putting all of your energies in that and not necessarily putting in the effort and the energy where your own vision is concerned so I think it's about really prioritizing what is for you it might sound a bit selfish to an extent but I think sometimes no but you know what I've learned to cut in at that point when you mentioned selfishness it's necessary selfishness is necessary okay the way I see we weren't given life to just come here live our life in any kind of slap bang manner and dead so to me, if you're not looking after yourself, and I was just speaking to um, a friend of mine this week, actually, and it's quoted from, um, <laughs> uh, what's that film with Tyrese in it? Baby Boy. And you know the mom, Tyrese's mom. I don't, what's his name? Jody in the film? Jody? <laughs> Jody. <laughs> and she says to the, um, his girlfriend, I can't remember what the girlfriend's name is. Those of you that have watched the film, if you haven't watched the film, go and watch the film. Um, what's it called baby boy yeah and the mom says to one of his you know the girlfriend that he's with but he has another baby mother she says if you ain't got it to give for yourself how you gonna give it to them and what she's saying is if you're not filling up your cup if you're not 
you know if you're religious and you're and you know you've got your prayers or your mantras or your meditation whatever it is that you you do and i'm not saying i agree with all these different things i'm just saying in general whatever it is that you do to fill yourself up if you're not filling yourself up spiritually physically mentally and then you're then trying to give of yourself to other people what are you giving exactly you ain't god so you can't you can't so share your not, air with them so what are you giving i wouldn't even say that it is selfishness in the way that we know selfishness to be because it's you are in looking out for yourself as you're looking out for others you know you're looking out for others and you look you are preparing so if you think about like obviously fulfilling your vision or your goals you're thinking about maybe the generation that comes after you your family building generational wealth so you're putting things in place to set up things for your for your people for your you you know people who are who have your best interests at heart so I don't necessarily think it's traditional selfishness Mm. but it is a looking into and a looking after oneself in order to to look after others so yeah guys go get it all of these um gems in the the year of 40 um who knows what 50 will bring large <laughs> yeah but like i always say tonight if you live if we live to 80 we're only halfway we're only halfway know. But you know what i'm realizing some of the other my peers that are now turning 41 i have a friendship group that's slightly older than me and some of them are turning 41 and 42 even 43 now and you know mm-hmm. what i'm seeing a lot of gym i'm seeing a lot of eating healthy the key what i can the key that i think is to growing in you know maturing and you know blossoming as i love that term that you say is about definitely looking after yourself eating right drinking your water eating good food if you are a drinker you're not going out there going mad and mashing up your body on a you know on a day-to-day basis you know things are in moderation you've got temperance you're getting exercise you get fresh air you have your spiritual time it's all very, you know, it's all becomes very pa- pra- paramount and imperative because when you're young and you're running up and down, say if you're not aware, aware you don't, you know, you're not into any religion, you don't, you're not into but, any exercise, you know, you're just literally rolling from day to day. You're young, you're not sure what you're doing, you don't have. I direction. I think I think it needs to come earlier though. I mean, it does, but I'm thinking if you don't do it wait. now, you're not the second half of your life. So let's say you live to it's eighty. Gonna be- it's going to be popped down you're just going to be in and out of hospital yeah. you're going to shake you're going to rackle from all the pills that you're taking well, but why is it that we always wait till okay so we're now i guess according to you we're middle age <laughs> we're middle age so why is it that we wait till now when we get to this halfway point um and i agree like a lot of people in my friendship groups who are a little older i can see them on the same wavelength where you know there's a lot of self-reflection and self-development going to the gym eating healthy all of those things in the latter part but I don't know why it is that it's I guess when you're young you, you when you're young, a lot younger, most people you think the world is ahead yeah you have, um, and I would also add to that and say when you're younger and this is not any shade to anybody else or whatever your body just good in it your body just good most people the average person is unless they've got you know hereditary or they've been diagnosed with some you know lethal 
you know, disease or whatever early on, if we just take an average healthy 20 to 21 year old, unless you've got, a, you know, you might have a bit of acne or you might have a bit of asthma or, you know, these things, but most young people, and, you yeah, know, I'm not going to say people did, people, because I got into, I remember I got into the gym just after leaving school. I got into fitness then. I've always loved to dance and things like that. So I used to go to dance classes, aerobics classes and stuff like that. Me too. Then life, to life gets in the way and you stop and then you start to put other things as important. So I just think when you get to 40, I think that that reevaluation, you're like, oh, okay, I haven't done this for a bit and I haven't done that for a bit. And no, I'm not eating. You start to just really, you know, those people that, I wouldn't even say woke, but those people that have a sense of self, shall we say, that's when they stop and think oh and I think to be fair you should do it I like to reflect you know every year when I have my birthday in everything so I reflect with you know my fiance in terms of okay how's the relationship going I reflect with my daughter we sit down and have like an annual sounds a bit corny but a meeting and we sit down and we write goals for our relationship and what I expect from her and what she expects from me and when I tell people they're like what do you mean I'm like well she is growing into she's gonna be 18 Yes, guys, mm. I have an 18-year-old. So she's going to be 18 in March. So for me, I'm like, wow, what things do I need to be putting in place now? Or what have I what have I been building up to? So I'm like, okay, she's going to want to probably go out and she is going to want to probably stop out later and stuff like that. I don't want it to be where we haven't set things to say, this is what you do in this situation. This is what you do in that situation. This is how I expect you conduct yourself. You know, I still want to know where you're going, who you're going with. Da, 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 da. It may sound old fashioned, but I don't business because I think sometimes, and this is not shade at parents. If it's not you, you shouldn't take offense. If this is not you, if you're taking offense, it's you. If somebody phones you or there's a situation, you know, within the Birmingham area and you get that phone call, Oh, um, where's your child? Such and such is happening out on the road. Oh, I don't know. You know, she just went out four hours ago. What do you mean you don't know? She went out four hours ago. Mm. You should have an idea. I'm not saying your child is exactly where they say they're going to be at every given time. I understand that. But for me, I like to be able to say, oh, yeah, she's gone out with such and such. She'll be back. You know, we agreed that she'll be back around this time. She's gone here to do this with this with these people. Mm. To me, that's just basic sense. But for, for mm. me, knowing how my child is, we've sat down and put those things in an agreement which she has signed and I have signed and be like, okay, this is the procedure. Because why is it that we only want to look at procedures and things like that when things go wrong? I like to preempt. I'm not one of these, you know, meeting that I don't like the reactive behaviour. I try to be mm. as least reactive as possible. Yes, obviously I have reactions in life when things are happening. Da, 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 da. But when it's something that I can, not control, but kind of guide and have a, have some kind of boundaries to, why not? Why am I going to leave myself in a situation where I feel unprepared? And I think that is when you get to 40, as we're saying, some of our friends, they're like, OK, they're reflecting. Oh, OK, I maybe need to do this a bit more. And I wouldn't say they're never. I'm not saying people aren't never doing it, but I just think it becomes a bit more paramount. OK, you are older. Your body is older. Your bones might not be. I think I think also because when you're you're when you're becoming older then you become more aware of your mortality yeah i guess with youth when you're young you, you think you just think invincible because you feel yeah. invincible your body is good good as you good said. as <laughs> good as um you know um, and you heal quickly if you, you get, get older, ill you know you probably you probably lie down for a day you bounce, you back, bounce back real quick or if you're hurt if you cut yourself you heal yeah 
you you know you lose weight really quickly and you you know just a little thing you you just work out for a week and it's like oh i'm okay. back <laughs> <laughs> it's so true it is so true um, do two do two sit do 10 sit-ups a day for a week and you're back man exactly but that all of that begins to fade when you get yeah, it's older. not as or you begin to see signs of it well most of us do you know some people just put up, put up. <laughs> <laughs> how long I'm like people in their 50s and I'm like how are you 50 how how you look you know almost as if you're in your 30s yeah but don't so. you think that sometimes <laughs> we as black women we will look in the mirror and we will say to ourselves oh my gosh I can actually see that amazing we look yeah up. but other people don't think that you know I know. Even now, when I, I went back to work, and we know that we know the cliche. Black don't crack the crack. <laughs> so, and there is merit to it because our skin is is generally a lot tighter. They say, yeah, it tends. It's it's there's something about it scientifically. They say um, the skin doesn't wrinkle as. Why well, you say we're tight and good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I couldn't resist what to make that joke. <laughs> okay, let me behave myself. Let me behave myself. But um, yeah, to generally, I think that, yes, I'm not going to lie. I am one of those 40-somethings that is now going to be, okay, I need to get myself in the gym. I have been working out, but I don't think I've been consistent yet. I haven't been consistent. But one thing I have been doing, which I will share with y'all, I've been, um, I used to regularly, my, 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 okay guys, so there's an RIP situation, it's not a person, but my blender, my Nutribullet, where I used to make all my smoothies every day. <laughs> you know, I actually, I was like, what is <laughs> blender? No, no, because, come on Tinder, you know me, I have my banana, my peanuts, my seeds, but and I can't. I haven't done it for weeks because the blender broke, but you know what, I'm vexed, okay, I need to tell this gem to people, anyone with a Nutribullet, Okay, so I'm not advertising and they are not sponsoring us. Can we just tell Jay to buy a new Nutribullet? Because she's been... She, uh, anyway, go ahead. Go I need on. to tell people, so the Nutribullet, the part in the Nutribullet, yeah, cracks. And I know that the, all the answers out there are going to be like, you can just replace the part. Well, nobody told me. I threw away the whole thing. And then when I went on Google, oh, you can buy the parts. But I just got a and put damn, and threw it away. And now I have to go and buy a whole new one. Too bad. You better go and buy a new one. I'm vexed. Well, I'm going to upgrade to a ninja now. <laughs> I'm going to change and try the ninja for this time and see how that Oh, the ninja. Okay. Yeah. but I'm, yeah. So I haven't been able to have my smoothies that I were having regularly with my CMOS and stuff. So I haven't had CMOS a while. But I You think... can go old school, you know. You can go old school. And do what? Pound it. <laughs> I don't even have get the pestle and mortar. mortar and I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have one, and I'm not even going to lie, like, the, the appliances in my kitchen, there's no more space. I ain't even going to lie. There's, like, there's going to be a few more upgrades in my life. Watch this space, but that's just saying. Yeah, I've got no more space for no appliances. Uh, we know what to get Jay for her for Christmas, for her next birthday. <laughs> no, yeah. I wouldn't have I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Okay, something else I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But, and I know that it's, it is... I'm not, yeah, I'm gonna not, I'm not gonna doubt it. It is somewhat of a trend within the black community at the moment, but I think it's a positive life insurance. Okay. And the reason I'm bringing it in is okay, we're talking about coming of age, we're talking about 
you know, having that level of selfishness and taking care of us. Are we taking care of our finances? Are we taking care of the people that we may leave behind in the inevitable case that we are all it's going inevitable to that Yeah, we're going to die. So for me personally, I think that, yes, have your house and your will and your jewellery or whatever you're going to leave to your loved ones. Mostly, obviously, this for me, it's obviously thinking about my daughter and my niece. But I think that, you know, people are dying out here and haven't left no money for funeral and their kids can't afford it because they, 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 they've died unexpectedly. So I don't want to get too morbid, but I would say if you ha- if it's something that you haven't got, you can get. I got mine with um, via a company called Ensure and it's Paula Perry. I've mentioned her name on the on the podcast before. She will advise you. She does everything from life insurance to critical critical illness cover. I think yeah. you can get income, you know, so income cool. income cover and things like that. If you would loss of income cover and things like that. So, listeners, if it's something that you haven't got and you have a family that you would like to leave something to in the light of you, you know, the inevitable happening, be it timely or untimely, I would suggest that everybody looks into it yeah i agree because that's how that's how these um, these other generations we build sometimes we think as black people well i'm going to speak for myself as a black person i'm thinking okay yes we know that you know our caucasian counterparts okay they seem to be they seem to have generational wealth and they seem to have this in place and that in place yes we know that you know their wealth their riches come from off our back to a certain extent but i'm not going to go down that road but we have, you know, knowledge has increased. The good book tells us knowledge shall increase. Knowledge has increased. We have more information than we've ever had before in this in this planet Earth. So I don't think there's any excuse for, if you don't know about something, go and find out about it. And I speak to self as I speak to everyone out there listening. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's just, it's, uh, you know how we were talking about investing in yourself. Yes. Um, health-wise and, and in every other way this is also a really really important um part of investing yeah. and of course using that word invest so again um securing um or gaining financial security and that can come in so many different ways mm. um and that's the journey that I'm on now just trying to look for uh, uh you know even though you have your career you have your profession you also need to look for alternative streams um, of revenue forms of income or yeah. revenue yeah and um just securing your future for your loved ones really because again um it's inevitable that death will come mm-hmm. and i know we t- we tend to to talk about death in a you know oh it's death or oh, it's you know it's so morbid and and so on and it's depressing let's not talk about it but i think we need to talk about death more yeah because um, it's a part of life why is it that we we're so bent or caught upon birth and children and so on but then when it comes to this inevitable part of our life which will happen just Mm. like how life happens or birth happens death also takes place and I don't think a lot of people have a a a full understanding of how it is and actually the fact that it is a part of life and there is a beauty in it as well 
just being able to to just let go and uh, leave to let go and leave and not feel hung up or you know feel like you you need to you're not, you're not ready to go yet you're not ready because you weren't prepared or you didn't fulfill whatever you wanted to fulfill in your life or you you didn't forgive somebody or whatever it is mm. I think there's a part of death that we 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 need to embrace more that is so really deep, bad. you know <laughs> now that's it's so quite, true. the way that you articulate that um Tindai is quite beautiful it is really beautiful because I remember um speaking to you you know, we call our friends, mothers, aunties in our culture. So my friend, my friend's mom, that I've, you know, those of you that have been listening regularly know I have um, an extended family, shall we say, up in Sheffield. And I remember speaking to her mom a few years ago now and the memory that the, what you've just said triggered a memory. And she said, um, she was telling me about her mom passing, who's obviously my friend's grandmother. And she was saying that at first she was like angry, angry with God and really upset. And then she said it's almost like God gave her a vision and showed her how much pain her mother was in. Mm-hmm. And she said when she realised that through the death, through passing on and through letting go of this physical life, through dying, her mother was no longer in pain. Mm-hmm. And she said it took her a while to understand that. But when she, but then when she came gave to the her, it gave her a sense of peace and knowing that you know my mum's my not here in pain anymore now mm-hmm. I'm not going on to say what people believe if they go straight to heaven or da, 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 da. even though our listeners know that we are of a Christian standpoint this is not um you know it's not a bible study we're not here to study the bible as you know like that but we will refer to the, the good book because it's what we both you know have have our principles on do you know what mm-hmm. I mean but um that's what I would say. Like that, and she, I remember this was a good while ago, a very long time ago, actually. And Tinder, so it's a deep, quite a deep memory. But I just remember thinking, wow, like it's it's a blessing for her to come to that realization that you know, in death, her mom was no longer in pain. But you know what it is? I would just say, I can just say, because sometimes my mom will be like, okay, we need to talk about my will, and we need to talk about this, and I just say, mom, I'm not. I don't want to talk about. I don't want it. to talk I'm, about. I shun her. And but, about but you know what it is. Because it's the the death, you know, it's not for the person that's dying that's actually sad. It's for, no. that's left behind. We are the sad yeah. ones because we remember yeah. those people. If it be your mother, or your brother, whoever it is, if you've had someone yeah. that's left your like left your side, and you've got a connection with this person, you're you know you're their friend, that you're their relative, whatever attached healthy attachment you have with that soul, with that human soul, and they go, it changes your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why all the more when you when we think about things like that, you just have to think about, you know, yes, we will be the ones or you will be as an individual, you'll be the one who who passes on. Mm -hmm. And then that will look like different things for different people, depending on what you believe. But then you also need to think about the people that you're leaving behind um have you prepared you know have you prepared them have mm-hmm. you created a will have you all of these things that we like to uh, I don't well do you know the bible says think about it uh but it's part is it's i don't know why we're so scared of it. well i know why because it's you know it's, 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 it's just it's, you know what it is the bottom line is it is sad we don't know you know when it's a level of unknown it's a level yeah. of unknown because if you've all if you've known this person all your living life all your living life be you know 
your mother or your father or your brother or someone that's really really close to you and this person now is leaving it's like what backside what am I going to know you know I mean it really hits you like what am I going to do without this person in my life that's how that's how I depict it in my mind and I think because I'm starting to think about it now I'm almost preparing myself mentally and it makes me like I'm I'm not gonna it makes me emotional yeah it makes me sad I think of my mom passing and my dad passing and they are like you know my mom's my mom's not old old but she ain't you know she's not young she's not as young as she was obviously we're all aging and (laughs) we're all aging every day and every year so but the thought of when my mom says oh we've got to discuss them and we've got to go a lot of the times I'm like I keep putting it off and like no mom we don't need to do it now don't we but it's only now I have to say since turning 40 I'm like okay I'm ready to deal with it not ready to let her go and be like oh you know I can be all right with my mom because I don't think I'll ever be all right but the bible talks about well parents preparing their children for when they're not here Mm -hmm. that is part of being a parent and the bible talks about it is, you know, it is. It's only I can't remember this. I think it's in Proverbs. I'll try and put it in the comments when we write this up. But Proverbs talks about somewhere in Proverbs talks about it is good to leave your children with inheritance. We're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the life insurance, when I read that, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes people are like, oh, insurance, insurance, insurance. You insure your car. You insure your phone. Just yes. for a just in case, you ensure you, you know, when you go on when you go on a holiday, you insure, how many holidays? Okay, let's deep it now. How many times have you been on holiday and paid the big big holiday insurance and nothing happened, and you come back safe? Not nothing didn't happen to you. You didn't lose your luggage. You didn't get sick. Nothing happened. You didn't have an accident. You came back safe. But we pay just in case. But life insurance, where well, we know we're gonna die, and nobody, we're just like, oh, let's not pay life insurance. Are you stupid? Yeah. Are you stupid? So it's just. And even if it's not life insurance, even if it's, again, whatever form of financial security that you can procure over your life so that you know that when you die, you, you've you left something for those yeah. And when I say leave something, I mean just to make sure they're okay. Not... Yeah. Or even, even, and, if, and, you just, and, even if you just have a funeral plan. Even if you just have a funeral yeah, plan, because yeah. what happened to these people? You die in, and you want people to pay. And the joke is, to speak on my mom again. Obviously, not that I'm wanting wishing my mom dead. I'm not saying it like that, but I'm saying, I know my mom wouldn't want no big big fuss like that. She would just want simple. Let's just do this. Let's just do that. But then sometimes you know, with our particular culture, watch when the night. No, 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 hold on. We're letting that. Watch when the nine night come and the funeral party and you see all these people what you don't never see in your life you see me no bother don't come if you didn't talk to me in life don't talk to don't come to me in my death seriously i will have people well, on the wall. If, you like don't, that, if my close friends and family don't recognize these people at the funeral please feel free to ask them to leave don't come with your tupperware for no rice and peas and there won't be no mutton because i never ate mutton when i was alive so i'm not gonna no one's eating it when i'm dead over my body chat about mutton I don't I don't mean I don't care for those things really like as in if people turn up that never knew me and they want like I don't care like because I know that it's just a cultural thing that I've grown to accept over the years no I don't accept it goodbye goodbye this is (laughs) this is how we do our things like um and there's some people who who just live for funerals like they, I know you know what my mom calls them they, yeah this is a joke my mom calls them here's they, a joke they, now professional funeral goers professional mourners yeah professional 
the morning. I'm like, what is this? They come. And then sometimes we, the... some of the answers as well. Why are you coming with Tupperware, babe? To eat their own. Why? No, but, their... no, no, no. But let's. And why I, have you I'll came with Tupperware to the funeral? To the funeral? But I would like, I anyway, I don't want to start talking about what I want in my funeral. Like, you, you ain't going nowhere. Don't even cry. <laughs> We're not going. Okay, let's I change mean, the topic. We'll let's change there. the topic. We'll All right. So there. originally, let's reflect for our year's podcast. So originally, our first podcast, and if you haven't listened, you need to go back, back, back to October 2019. And we talked about women. We talked about fertility. We talked about women's health. We talked about all of these things and it was in line with what um week tinder remind our listeners and it's coming up again and issues with fertility and you know stop putting clock upon people's wombs and asking people oh, when are you having kids and all those kind of things yeah. and it was in line with um the awareness week baby loss awareness week yes yeah, so and month and really. month so we just want to once again for me personally this is a personal issue to my heart i want to say if you're trying, keep going, you know, look for a support system that can help you. I believe in prayer. So I would say pray and speak to God about it. You know, he will can relieve your burdens of life and the things that we want and desire. He has put those desires in us. That's why we want them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say um, if you know someone that has um, lost or miscarried, you know, check up on them see if they're okay see if they're all right if you know the name of the child that is no longer with us you know say their name when you speak to them you know so you're sorry for the loss of their child name you know such and such um i will reflect again i learned a lot to be honest researching for that podcast and discussing it with tindai and i just think that it's just something that i will never forget in terms of it being our first podcast and just how important that issue is amongst women in general and i think sometimes well i know i won't say i think as black women women in general but obviously i'm a black woman so i'm going to speak from our point of view that you know don't feel ashamed it's nothing to be ashamed of (laughs) we all have different bodies and different things going on in different circumstances do not feel ashamed that if you've had troubles conceiving and that goes for the men as well check up on the men if they're in those that situation because oh you've got a low sperm and it's not a joke it's not something to mock people about it's not something to take about it's a real thing when people are going through you know emotional stress out here people that you know generally just want one that they are good people they want to have babies and you know have a family and for a lot of us that's like the complete family setting and and it is biblical you know you get together with your husband or your wife you get married and you have children that is what you know I don't care if people say oh it's traditional so what I'm a traditionalist what are you going to tell me I'm not interested and what what I would say as well just to add to that um is that when so going back to the whole idea of turning 40 the theme um people have so many different expectations of what that looks like Mm. as a 40 year old you know do you have children you're supposed to have children by now or if you're still trying at this age or beyond it's gonna be hard um, for you it's it's gonna be hard or isn't it a little too late or you know people have so many different little sideways uh, comments man move. expectations that they want to assert onto you but um you know what i said about just 
being selfish and not studying what other people yeah, have to don't say. Take it on. It's not their womb. So one of the things, and I'm I'm speaking from experience here. So um that's been a journey that I am on um at the moment. And I will say that there are you will have your highs and you will have your lows. Um, but you just have to stick with what you want to achieve and it it's a it's a difficult journey particularly if you've had um losses and several losses um you have to find that emotional strength within yourself so you know prayer and support from those around you is something that will help you through that process and that's something that I've been able to draw from but um, it won't. I'll say it won't always be that way. I believe that, you know, how, wh- however your whatever your breakthrough is, whether it is you actually do go ahead and have your goal of having children or whatever it is that you wanted to achieve, or whether it is you come to that peace of mind, accepting whatever it is that happens to you. Um, I think it's just important to remember one if you want to achieve something you just keep working at it and don't allow anybody to um to determine how that should be for you because you've you know you know yourself best and your i guess you and your partner and your your family and so on you know what's best for you so you just have to work towards that and not feel pressured by anybody else and you also know how much you can take because sometimes, you know, again, we want to achieve certain things, but like getting there, the journey, man, mm. so emotionally draining. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to quote some scripture here. God doesn't give us more. Amen. So, Hallelujah. You know, he, you, you will know how much you can and cannot take. So, so just bear that in mind also. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's silver lining. Did you catch the gems, people? Did you catch the gems? <laughs> there are silver linings. So hopefully um, I'll be able to say what those silver linings are soon. Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. So I would just want to say into our professional lives now, just moving a bit of a segue there from, you know, trying to achieve... You know, things with your partner, wanting to have a family and stuff. Work-life balance is very much paramount. And it's something that we talk about with the Get Fresh crew all the time. Work-life balance. Your job is not there for your life. Yeah, your the job is part of your life. It shouldn't be your life. If you do have your own business and you're an entrepreneur, I would still say it shouldn't be your life. You still have a life. People might come at me for that, but I know why I'm saying it. Um, mm. But I would say as educators, that is both um, Tim Dyes and myself's profession. So we've gone back to school in this crazy, crazy situation. So it's been crazy. It's absolutely nuts. So these people are saying, okay, we've got bubbles. Okay, just I just want to ask the general public of this podcast, if a bubble pops, is it still a bubble? Just saying, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer a bubble, right? 
it's no longer a bubble. So I'm a tad confused as to how we're having certain bubbles and then when there's a situation bubble, bubble, you know, the whole year group's not being sent home. I don't know about your establishment, Miss Tindai, but for mine, I'm slightly confused as to what's happening here. So yeah, the bubble boss and the bubble boss and the matri patch it here. The matri patch it up. Nah, well, over by us, our bubble bus, and we send the bubble home. <laughs> well, no, we ain't, I'm, I'm not living that experience. But what I will say, and this is for you parents out that there, there that may, you know, maybe you have educators in your family and teachers and the like, and maybe you don't. It is quite difficult for us. Would you agree, Tindai? Yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's we're, we're working in different ways. We've been ha- having, and I'm not saying, you know, the technology and stuff. I'm a computer scientist, so it's not the technology that's bothering me, but we're expected to keep adjusting, adjusting, adjusting. And yes, those of you that are doing your PGC and those of us that are teacher trained, we know that standard five, teacher standard five is to adjust. You can mm-hmm. adjust to the point where you're now just doing continuous U turns, you get me? Like, how yeah. much adjusting do you want me to do? Because right about now, this walking, 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 you're getting the colours colour some my towels that don't need to be there. Are you going to be paying for my end foot massage? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And I think in a number of cases, there isn't much consideration for staff. No, we are, we are just like, I, so they, just want the the, they just want the kids back in school. Exactly. At any means. Bubbles. But then staff were just dropping out like flies because they're we're into contact. We are going to different bubbles, staff. aren't we? There's no staff to teach the the picnic them, mm. so it's like, okay, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody thought of of what would happen as a result. So, yeah, it's some interesting times, guys. But I just go back to what Jay said. Just make sure you have that work-life balance for any educators out there um we know what the struggle is um but just keep doing what you're doing because well you know what it's also shown me as well as much as you will hear young people children school people secondary school people primary school pupils our schools long schools dry you couldn't wait to get back there though it even though it's very different for them also but they've they're happy to come out and I did a poll in my class and the other day, and it, it is mixed. Some of them are, they've got so used to being at home, stopping up till three o'clock in the morning, getting up at midday, then doing the you know going on you know whatever platform they have for their lessons and stuff. But now a lot of schools are preparing to be like you know the government has said that if there if if a, if there's a case where children do have to go home, there's a whole stipulation in place whereby. You know, your parents, parents, you can still get contacted if there's an online lesson and your child is not attending when we talk about registering and things like that. So just be mindful of what's actually happening. And I would say if you've got any questions, the best thing to probably do is to contact the school. I wouldn't try, you know, maybe you can probably try the NHS lines, but I don't think that's your best bet because they are very, very extremely busy. I would say call your school, go online. National Health is getting more in contact with the schools now and can tell you what is happening. So mm. that's what I would, that was my, my thoughts. I, I, it's also been good to see them back. So like, um, and just being in the classroom and um, having that interaction. Yeah, especially the vulnerable children as well. Nothing, nothing beats that. And, you know, they see the, you see their little faces and they say, hello, miss, mm-hmm. you're right, miss. Uh, yeah, like that. That's what I like about teaching, just the interaction that you have with young people yeah. and just making them, you know, just 
bigging them up, teaching them, getting them to reach their potential, being good role models, and you know, and actually learning from them. Oh yeah, definitely. They're so energetic, and you know, and that's where I get I I get my energy from (laughs) sometimes. No, listen, when they when they come around that corner, and they say, "Hey, Miss, how are you?" Like that's how you that is that is priceless. <laughs> or you may have on Miss, something. you look nice. Miss, I like your hair. Yeah, I like your hair. Miss, where's your shoes? Or you know, me and my socks. I took my socks back out today. Miss, I like your socks. Or Miss, you know, have you listened to the new drill song? Like yes. it's more than just you. No, in my it. case, they're like, Miss, now nah, you wouldn't know this song. <laughs> you know, try me. <laughs> uh, well, it's just now. Nah, I think that it is definitely, and I think for a lot of teachers that. It's almost, how can I explain? It is a definite energy that we draw from. It hasn't been the same, you know, teaching on posting material. We we draw energy from them and I think it's vice versa. So definitely missed it. And I'm not going to lie. I have to just give praises and glory unto the Lord that I am in. We are both in this profession and the Get Fresh crew is in this profession. We haven't had the struggle of being furloughed or having pay cuts or wondering where, you know, our next financial injection is coming from to pay our mortgages and, you know, whatever else we've got to pay in our bills and things like that. So I would say definitely at this moment in time, teaching feels like a very safe space to be. And I'm not going to, I'm going to say that with chest, it with chess <laughs> <laughs> you get what I mean so it is definitely it's a roller coaster going back but I do I still do very much enjoy teaching mm. yeah there's a lot to be there's a and I think I appreciate I mean I remember some episodes ago I was saying that and I still feel like that to a certain extent but that's another conversation mm-hmm. so like I, I, I want to come out or go on to another phase but um, one thing going back after such a long hiatus outside of the traditional classroom setting, mm-hmm. I I just I feel that passion, that a little bit of that passion in the classroom. Like, oh, I'm actually getting to you know. I don't know if this happens to you, but you know, sometimes when you're teaching and you're having like a moment, yeah, and you're like, sharing something, and like you get goosebumps. And Does that yeah. ever happen to you? But that, you know what that's very nice to hear you, to hear you say because obviously you were like no I'm thinking of doing something else now I'm heading up <laughs> no but I still am thinking of doing something else. no but you just... will but because <laughs> I think that because but... because you have a genuine care for the young people you are going to feel like that at some point for the youth them yeah it's the for youth. the pick them <laughs> you know what I mean so um, any final thoughts oh gosh we've said we've talked about so many different things we have we have but um my final thoughts are the year of 40 is fabulous in so many different (laughs) um i'm excited um to see what the future holds um and it's all about embracing it and um not being scared to to fail but uh, um and also learn from those mistakes and and um grow bigger and better for the future so I'm like some kind of um motivational uh, speaker (laughs) motivational speaker no but on a serious note um yeah I'm just looking forward to seeing how 
we grow as a podcast guys if you have any comments feedback questions for us please don't hesitate don't be scared i think if you are on anchor you can download anchor on your phones or your devices Mm -hmm. And you can actually ask questions if you want. To yeah, well, you can send us a voice note, guys. We can actually feature you if you send us a voice note. I can edit it in. Like, please interact with us, guys. Interact, interact. Um, I also want to ask you, Jay, before you give me your final thoughts, if there are any um, areas for discussion that you feel like you want us to touch on or even touch on more, so something that we've like skimmed across or just touched on briefly yeah and really develop on that just hit us up on instagram or facebook twitter or on anchor itself and mm-hmm. let us know or even an email if you want to do like that yeah exennials at, at outlook.com um for me i'm realizing that I would definitely 100% agree 40 is fabulous for so many reasons and it's fabulous not just for all the positive things of reaching 40 and being blessed and having life more abundantly but the things that you learn along the way you know that level of selfishness that we're talking about not conventional selfishness where you just don't give a damn and you're you know you're narcissistic you're I can never say that word you know you have that kind of behavior where you don't think about anyone else or bother anyone else but the fact that you want to look after yourself to be here for your loved ones and your family and make sure that they're okay you know you fill up yourself so that you can give give to others and actually the second great command is treat people as you'd like to be treated if you're miserable and hungry and tired all the time how are you going to do that first of all it's not um very christian like behavior um, I'm feeling very blessed for my friends and family around me. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I cannot stress the love that I've been shown. And I'm not, I found, like, obviously, I don't know if anyone's listening. This is going to sound very random, but unpacking presents later on after my birthday passed, I found, like, a Michael Kors perfume. Now, I'm not the type of person that's going to go and buy these things just because it's, you know, Michael Kors. I don't really care who he is or what is about but for the fact that i'm just finding these little gifts and presents in but in party bags weeks later and not knowing who it's come from i'm just thinking people as much as sometimes we think oh the world's such a horrible place and you know people are so horrible this season of lockdown and covid has actually shown you know there is a, still a lot of humanity and love in the world and i think we need to concentrate on the positive and really appreciate what we have in life and as we know count our blessings true um, i mean there's so many negative things that you can dwell on and i'm actually glad we didn't talk about some of this craziness that's happening and i think those of you that listen regularly will know we do touch on current affairs to the point but Certain things will, and I'm not, this isn't not any shade. We will just leave other podcasts and other platforms to talk about. That is not what we, that's not our thing. That's not what we're here to do. And we want to really be true, be true to us as ourselves, you know, turning 40, 20, plenty of the um, Exennials. <laughs> we are going to try and get some merch out and, you know, get our hoodies and trying to put ourselves more out there and things like that. And I'm just looking forward to everything that's going to be taking place. And happy birthday to us, guys. We are officially happy one years birthday. old. 
Happy birthday to you. <laughs> but yeah, so um, good afternoon, good evening, good night. And um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Right, I'm going to end it. it now. <laughs> I'll figure out how to edit this. <laughs> good afternoon.